0: have a tryout about Tuesday. Oh my gosh! Hello, everyone. Today we are starting with our new French, not accent so French practice. best
1: friend. I learned my accent from. Rosetta Stone
0: oh my goodness
1: (laughs) just kidding this is not this is not an ad for Rosetta Stone if anything it's a it's an insult to Rosetta Stone but guys I'm sorry uh, excuse me I'm just really excited again because Natalie is taking us back to um, Belgium Belgium okay that was so bad alright alright whatever (laughs) guys we're back to Belgium I'm gonna speak in normal terms um, and (laughs) we're going to drum
0: roll please Brussels, 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 or Brussels, as we will say, Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. Brussels
1: is. I'm also dressed like Ellen DeGeneres. Yes, you. (laughs) But I feel like I have more
0: pizzazz. We're just, we're going all out, you know? She, she dressed um, like
1: freaking Gianni Versace. I didn't Too bad really... he was dead. He'd be, great. He'd be happy to <laughs> oh see this. God. And I'm just like, Ellen, guys, because we got in our feels for Brussels. We did. Anyway. And we're
0: not necessarily dressed in a way that you would dress going to Brussels, but also Brussels isn't known for fashion, so we're just, like, having fun here. Yeah, don't um, judge us. Actually, bright colors. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. from Shop
1: Best Dress. It needs That's a true. belt, but don't judge us. You know
0: I just, it, I just. She's too like skinny a sack. for it.
1: <laughs> Guys, get this on sale right now at Shop Us Dressed. If you put it a belt be with it, it looks a lot
0: cooler. <laughs> I wore it with a, a belt. There you a go. While ago. Voila. But, but I am just okay. Yeah. that they can see now that you can see the belt okay so back to brussels so my sister and her husband my sister rachel and her husband julian
1: shout out to rachel and julian (laughs)
0: julian uh they moved to brussels uh a year and a half ago it was like august of 2021 and my brother-in-law julian is actually belgian Oh, so he, I didn't know that. Yeah, so okay. that's part of why they ended up there, just connections and obviously very nice for him to get a job in a country where he's a citizen so they didn't have to go through a lot of those things. You
1: probably mentioned it and they forgot. I probably. <laughs> <it>. Multiple times. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so they moved to Brussels and he had spent some time growing up Um, in Brussels and uh, actually one really cute story. We were on the train and he was like, oh my gosh, this is the stop for my elementary school. You know, so like he has all these memories. uh, But anyway, so they moved to Brussels and and they're working there and I got to visit shortly after my niece was born. My sister uh, and her husband moved there. Yeah, her name is Sophia as well. But they moved there when my sister was seven months pregnant with their first child and my sister is just an amazing woman. They are wonderful people, and I got to go spend time with them. I was there for four weeks right after Sophia was born. And then this past year, Auntie Natalie had to go and help with Sophia's Again. first birthday party. So You're I just went
1: really
0: in September helpful, yeah, with and this child. I know. Oh, sacrifice all the way all over across time. the
1: ocean. <laughs> To Belgium. Exactly. Horrible place. Horrible
0: place. (laughs) So I spent three weeks there this past September and October, and it was amazing. And Brussels, Belgium as a whole, is one of those places that can kind of get overlooked, I think, by Mm -hmm. a lot of people that are traveling to Europe. And especially when I went on a big trip when I was in college, we passed through Brussels, you know, on our way to... France, on our way to Amsterdam, on our way to, you know, we were, we were going through and I was like, okay, we got to get off the train and get a waffle and I'll be good to go. But I didn't think much about Belgium. It it wasn't really a place that was on my radar. I I have a great uncle who lives in Belgium and yet I still didn't really think about it. right And so taking a trip to Brussels and now having taken two trips there, I am in love. I love the country of Belgium. I love the city of Brussels. It is so... Um, livable, walkable. I mean, it has it has so many different things. And based on like
1: the last episode, well not the last episode, but the last Belgium episode yes, we did. We went is to Namur. Yeah, we were just, that was exactly what we were talking about. Is It's not the first thing that comes to mind, but like what a special place and a different place to say yes. take your wife or your girlfriend, you know, on a romantic it's a, weekend. It's a, it's a
0: treasure. It's a it's gem. It's a gem. This, yeah, this, it's a hidden country gem. country I mean, really is. All
1: about the hidden gems. So. And
0: what's cool about Belgium as a country like first of all every european country has insane history mm-hmm. right but belgium its history is also incredibly wild because there are like the french influence the dutch influence i mean there have been so many different people groups that have taken over this country and it has been fought over so so many times and i'll talk about this when i do the antwerp episode antwerp. but world war 2 also like yeah. belgium was a hot spot um but Brussels itself is one of the most internationally diverse cities in the entire world. Wow. Which I had no idea. But Brussels is the capital of Belgium, and it sits centrally in the country between two different regions. So the distinctive regions of Belgium are, of course, Brussels in the center, and then to the north you have the Flemish region, which is also known as Flanders. So that's another World okay. War One reference in Flanders fields. Uh huh. Um, and then in the south... You have the Walloon region, which is Wallonia, and Mm -hmm. that's where when we went to Namur for Valentine's Day, we were in the Wallonia. We were there. French-speaking. So French is spoken in Wallonia. That's the French-speaking region. And Mm -hmm. then in Flanders, they speak Flemish, which is uh, basically a a variation on Dutch. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it makes sense because Flanders connects to Holland. Right. And Wallonia connects to French. Right. French. French.
1: (laughs) France. <laughs> so, France. Yeah,
0: so it's mm-hmm. it's cool that in such a small country you have such distinctive regions. Yeah. And I will tell you there's a little bit of a rivalry. So the French region Is it like Manchester and Chelsea. Re- yeah, it's even more intense than that, actually. Oh, wow. Like it it's kind of almost like the Irish, the Northern Irish, and the you know, it's oh, a little bit more like that's that 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 the... deeply rooted, like bloody history kind of situation. Stuff. Yeah. But um, What's cool about Brussels is that it really is such a cool combination, a beautiful yeah. combination of of all of these regions. And so English, French, and Dutch are all spoken widely, and like every sign you see is in all three languages. Oh. So you're you're getting all of that yeah. everywhere you go. I would it's say it's nice. It, it is really nice. And I would say that Dutch is probably the least spoken. Wow. Um you're going to find a lot more French population and and French Belgian population or I should say French-speaking mm-hmm. Belgians in that area. But pretty much everyone speaks English. It's it's really great, uh, right. especially for Americans who are visiting Europe that might feel a little bit nervous mm-hmm. about language barriers. Like, English is spoken very widely. And what's also cool about Brussels that I didn't know is that not only is it the capital of Belgium, it is the capital of the EU, the European Union. Oh, so yeah. many people across the world, but especially in Europe, actually refer to Brussels as europe's capital wow
1: that and, would make sense yeah so it's wow. like
0: the political capital of all of europe and then on top of that it is also the headquarters of nato yeah so you have a ton of canadians and americans and north America you know all these like americans coming over and wow. like it, it is like that's such nuts. a diverse population and a lot of europeans come to work there it's just there are so many different hubs no. in brussels is
1: it large a larger city like is it big
0: it's pretty big it's pretty expansive um Mm -hmm. and and that's I think what's really nice about it is it it makes it in my opinion a little bit more livable that way like you have the city center but it's a it's a pretty big city right um and and the whole region of Brussels it has like many municipalities I mean it's it's pretty big again big in our mind, you know, right. it's like we're in America where everything is quote unquote big, but we have a country that is like the size of a state. Right. You know, that's Europe. Right. it's like everything is definitely on a smaller scale, but as far as cities go, it is pretty big. That's
1: pretty crazy. Um,
0: so it makes sense that people from all over the world would make belgium their home because of this center of commerce and politics and nato and all of these different things some people that are just coming through that stay for a few years and Mm -hmm. other people that lived there for many many years that's pretty crazy huh? um but it's kind of like when you go to big cities like new york you don't meet a lot of people who actually are new yorkers who grew up in new york no right and they in brussels over there's, to the that's city a, a similar kind of thing i would say less so than new york but uh-huh. it, it there are a lot of people that are like no i actually did grow up here but it is a little bit more of an anomaly right to find people that's who true. are actually from brussels yeah mm-hmm. um so aside from brussels being known for all of those things mm-hmm. it is also known for some of my favorite things that I think are the best things, which are...
1: These are a few of my favorite favorite
0: things! things. Waffles. Ooh! Chocolate. Ooh! Beer. And fries! Oh, the French fries! I mean, and that's the thing, is that French fries actually aren't French. What we in America call French fries are actually Belgian fries. Now, Belgian fries doesn't have the same ring as French fries, Uh but... French fries are not French, they are Belgian. So, little known fact. Oh, I see. I
1: thought they weren't French or Belgium. I thought they were just what Americans called French. It's it's an American. I mean,
0: of course, Americanized thing. But that is Belgian.
1: It's not American. It's
0: a Belgian thing. And you, the Belgians are very particular about how they fry their fries. They double fry them. They have this whole like thing. It's very specific and. So the food will, is good. I take. Oh it. Oh my gosh, the food is amazing. Now I will say, I you don't necessarily go to Belgium for the cuisine, but the cuisine is really amazing. I mean, it's a the lot cuisine? of like, like the Flemish stew is really famous in Flanders. That's like okay. very like hearty meals. Right, they have know? their distinct
1: things the, that the, are really the, fun the, to try. The,
0: like that's like goulash and like yeah, goulash in
1: Hungary is like their, their, their kind of their thing. dish stew, exactly. meaty. Yeah, so you're
0: not you know you go to Italy for the food. You know what I mean. You yeah. go to Belgium for the waffles, the beer, the chocolate, the the specialty items more right. than the actual, like, you just like, keep menu. eating those until you want to throw up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but truly, the fries are to die for. And Ooh. there is this one sandwich that it's like there's this little spot near where my sister and her husband live that we'll walk to and order what they call mitraillettes. Cool. and mitraillettes that means machine gun and it's this like sub sandwich and they put like your base of meat they'll do like this really yummy like corn salsa thing then they have sa so- belgium i will say is also known specifically brussels for all of their sauces oh, yeah. like you can like put on sandwiches and burgers and like things like that and yeah. so we get this like spicy mayo based sauce a lot of them are mayo based that's very european and then they just put fries on top no. so the sub is like your meat your veggies, and then just, like, a full layer of fries, and you're, like, eating this, like, long sub. Okay. That that's why they call too, it the machine gun. That sounds
1: so American.
0: That I know!
1: so good. That's,
0: and that's what the Belgians call it. They literally call it the American. Wow. That is what they call it. It's wait, wait, so funny. it's
1: called the American machine gun?
0: or just... No, well, they call it the mitraillette, but they also lovingly, jokingly oh, so that, refer to it as the American, the American. Because that sounds because so American. Because it has so much on it. Wow. But it is so good. And we pretty much got those, like, once a week. And they're so long and so big, we'll, like, split. Yeah. You know, you split. Anyway.
1: It's like so a, yummy. It's like a $5, 10 foot long.
0: It really is. And they're, re- like, you, you get it for, like, 8 euros. The whole thing for 8 euros. So you're eating four euros is one half or we'll even like split it into thirds and the three of us will share it so that is one thing mitraillettes are definitely top of the line i don't have a lot of like necessarily like restaurant suggestions i mean new belgian brewing like there's a lot of amazing i imagine you can find those
1: mitraillettes a lot of places
0: i think so and i mean this place like they they're kind of one of those hole in the wall places that everyone talks about, like going there to get their mitraillettes kind yeah. of thing. But really, like, Belgium is it, it really is such a diverse country and Brussels being such a diverse city that you're gonna find kind of the, the Belgian cuisine right that leans more toward like the stews and the more like meat heavy, mm-hmm. like brothy and like potatoes Just tasty, and though. I mean all that kind of stuff yeah. that, that you really it's associated. that area of
1: Europe, but it's taste. It's like, and, and in my rich. mind, that's
0: kind of like a German, and there are parts of German, Belgium Hungarian, that are like Belgium. more German speaking too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really like an official region like Wallonia or or uh, Flanders, but you do have a lot of that German influence, I think, when it comes to the cuisine. And you the have and Dutch. the Belgian chocolates, oh, which yeah, is where Belgian that is from. So so good, um, but the waffle so. Belgian chocolate you can get everywhere, and there are lots of different kinds, Um, and they range from cheap, get them at the grocery store, to much more expensive, go to like the kind of boutique chocolateries, Um, but the waffles, there are two different kinds of waffles, there's the Brussels waffle, and then there's the Liege waffle, Liege is another city in Belgium, and... The Liege waffle is always the one you want to go with. The Brussels waffle is a rectangle. It's more like the classic waffle that is just kind of rectangular. It's a little bit more fluffy. Mm -hmm. And then the Liege,
1: Mm. it's a little bit
0: more round. It's thicker. It's more dense. And it has sugar, crystallized sugar inside it. And so when you bite down, you kind of like feel that crisp bite of the, and it's, anyway, it's so good so that's the one we always get is the liege i have not had you, a brussels natalie i have not waffles. eaten dinner yet i know here we are
1: and my stomach's like
0: <laughs> yep i have to talk about all these treats though oh, so good it's, it's so good that sounds so good um oh. so yeah fries beer chocolate waffles i didn't really hit much on the beer but like i said new belgium brewing and uh, i mean there, there are so many different breweries that are amazing mm-hmm. and so i just suggest like yeah looking i mean, of course, my sister is taking me to all these different places, and she's got kind of the the local hot spots, but really, like the places that are popular are popular for a reason, so if you look up, you know pubs, brewing companies, right. like places to get what like they're going to tell you the truth, you know, right. and there are obviously little places where you're like, oh, a waffle is only two euros here and it's five euros here. Right. You're going to figure that out as you go along, kind of like when you're in Italy and you're getting gelato and there are places that are a little bit more priced up. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, if you're in a heavy touristy area, it's going to be cheaper if you find a little offshoot spot. That's the way to go. And exactly. those are not hard to find in, in Brussels. They, they really aren't.
1: Hey there. Are you looking to buy a home somewhere new? Then check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can buy directly and sell directly with no negotiations and no commissions. Save the 6% that you would typically pay an agent when you sell your house and buy your dream home with a click of a button. Check us out at listella.com or download the Listella app today.
0: Brussels, as I mentioned, as a city but also Belgium as a country Mm -hmm. has a lot of very rich history which I won't really go into much uh, today but it's similar as I said to any European city right a lot of deep deep hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years' worth of history wow. that we just don't have in the States. Right, yeah. And so any European older. city is going to have this, like, depth to it that you're not necessarily going to get in the States, which it's it's different in, and wonderful in its own way. It's not necessarily right. better. I love my country. But that makes it so but, fun,
1: is the history of some of those European the, exactly. places. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: I will say that Brussels actually, like, the history of Brussels itself becoming its, its own um, capital of a country that, the country of Belgium didn't become the country of Belgium until the 1800s, which is actually so late. I mean, that's technically, like, hundred less than 100, but still decades after we became a country. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that our history started in 1776, or that Belgium's history started in 1850, but it's interesting the actual independence of the Belgian people and the the country of Belgium didn't happen right. until 18... Oh, I should say, sorry, I said 1850,
1: 1830. Wow.
0: I'm thinking, the, the reason I have 50 in my head is because in 1880, on the 50th anniversary, there's this beautiful, beautiful park that was created with this um, kind of incredible architectural arch that also is like a building complex. Ooh. And it's called Cinquantenaire. Ooh. I did not say that perfectly. It's pronounced... Much better by people that actually speak French, but the Parc du Cinquantenaire, mm-hmm. and it has this beautiful arch that is um like I don't want to say a um oh, what's the word I'm, it's not a memorial. It's it's basically just a a building a to commemorate. Okay. Yeah. Um. This. Uh Fifty-year anniversary of Belgian independence. A (laughs) monument.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like monuments.
0: Yeah. Well, and of course. uh, So. Yeah. So so this it it's more than a monument because it really is this building and it actually on each side has museums. Oh, that's cool. So it's this huge arch and the park is on both sides and you can walk through the park on both sides underneath and you go underneath this arch and it's got this huge like big kind of, um, like. I don't want to call it it almost looks like a parking lot it's not a parking lot but it's just this huge massive wow. like stone area and then on one side you have what is the um, art and history museum that oh, actually cool. was the art and history museum in the 1800s but wow. now recently within the last 40 years I think the 1980s it became the auto world vintage car museum so oh, now no it has these really cool like old cars Oh, uh, that would and, like, be really, really fun and on the other side the other side of of the arch is the royal museum of the armed forces and military history so that has oh. all of Belgium's military history and like that is so really that's fun. really pretty cool and i didn't we didn't tour either of those we just kind of like peeked in and just kind of saw what was going on but those are both really cool wow. history museums right there under the ark Beautiful architecture, beautiful park. You can walk around the park. I mean, that so section cool. of the city, easily one of my favorite sections. And we would just, I mean, it was like a 15 minute walk from where my sister lives. And we would Ugh. just like put Sophie on her stroller and we just walk there and enjoy. And it was so incredible to get to have not only the architecture, the history, but also just a lovely park. That's really incredible.
1: It's so cool how you can walk like most places oh. in
0: which, oh. yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And I do have to say, though, that my favorite place that when I when I first went on my first trip, it was top of my list. And then when I came back the second time, Rachel was like, oh, are there any places you want to go to again? Because the first trip I was there for four weeks. We did almost everything you could do. I mean, we saw so much. She took me all over. And so this time around, I was like the one place that I know I want to go back to is the Grand Place, Grand Place. And. It is just this insane kind of central square. It almost reminds me of when I imagine going to Russia and thinking of all those big squares, that uh-huh. the central city squares that they have, uh-huh. just with not... Russian architecture it's like right. different kind of architecture that they have in Brussels That's but it's cool. this huge square with like all these gorgeous buildings Ugh. like neo-gothic and like all this Love stuff it. and it's like this the town hall the city hall and then there's like hotels there's restaurants it's like you walk in I mean gorgeous. it is stunning I will be posting pictures it is so beautiful and oh. you just like That's where we get the really good priced waffles, which is weird because you'd think they'd be extremely expensive, but there's this one little spot that sells them for like a a euro
1: fifty. Exactly.
0: And so you can get like all sorts of stuff food wise. You can just like hang out in the in the square. It's amazing. And um so it's it's like where a lot of the city related buildings are. Again, like I said, the town hall, that kind of thing. But they also have just, like, really nice... I mean, they also have a Starbucks. Like, literally, you know... Starbucks. Well, Starbucks is everywhere. You got it everywhere. But you can sit there with your cup of coffee and just enjoy the Grand Place. I think that's what I love
1: so much about Europe. That Okay, you get it a little bit in, like, okay, downtown Fort Myers here and then some of the little city places. But, like... Those squares, you know, they have them in Latin America, too, where they yeah. have those squares. And, like, people, people sit all around the square, and then you have people playing. You get people watch. Where, that's and where people gather. France, like, they have a honestly,
0: ton. before we had... I mean, obviously, social media mm. is this new and amazing thing where we... Mm. It is a gathering place, but it's not a physical gathering right. place. And it's, like, these squares existed because this is where people gathered to be together. This is where people, like you know where revolt started this is where you know meetings that created incredible groups that changed the world history have right. you know this is this is where people also just met to have markets and see their friends and get together i mean it's like these squares represent so much in european history yeah. that again we don't have as much in the States and where we do have these, these kind of square type places, they're much smaller in the States. Yeah. And I mean, it's called the grand place for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: massive and right. you just, it is like such a, an exciting sight just to see like so many, so, so many cool. different it's the architecture. It's really. well, I was like. It's so one of the different... biggest
1: differences yeah. between a lot of the United States, like towns, mm-hmm. cities, and like these European places. Is there's just so much more community around it too.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. So cool. And of course, Brussels being a European city, like and and being in Europe, they they have a king and a queen. Um, Still. Yeah.
1: I didn't even know that. Yeah.
0: So they have That's they have cool. a palace, and you can like huh. go and. Um, I don't know if they give tours of the palace, but there's like a couple different palaces. One that's like more in like the, the city center area and then one that's more like far out in the countryside. And like anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful country and an incredible city. And you really can see so much. But one of the highlights for me that is newer is the Atomium. Have you ever heard of the Atomium? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm really excited to like post pictures of this because it is so cool. And it was actually, I'm fairly certain that after World War II, there were a number of years where the World's Fair didn't happen. Okay, yeah. Because of all of these war-torn countries. Right. And it just, it didn't seem appropriate. And I'm fairly certain that the 1958 World's Fair was the first World's Fair post the World War. World War, yeah. Uh, the Second World War. And uh, it was held in Brussels.
1: I think I do know what the yeah. I won't spoil it. Won't and spoil the
0: Atomium it. is kind of like how the Eiffel Tower was created for the World's Fair when the World's Fair was held in France in the 1800s. I think it was yeah. the late 1800s. Um, so, we you know that the idea behind the World's Fair being that wherever it's hosted, there's going to be some sort of cool creation. Uh-huh. And so, because 1958, post war, you know, there, I mean, post World War, but still during like Cold War. Right. Like, just this interesting era of science. Right. And so, basically, the atomium was created to represent humanity's advances in science. And it essentially just looks like all these atoms. And it is cool. crazy because it is massive, but it's still only a third the size of the Eiffel Tower. Uh-huh. Like, the Eiffel Tower is so huge. It's big. But yeah. the Atomium is still, like, almost 350 feet tall. Wow. It's huge. and you For can, the kind of structure like yeah, that. It's crazy. And you can go inside it. It's amazing. So we paid for a tour. It's cool. I was so excited. We paid for a tour. And you can see from any different part of it, um, you can see just, like, experience expansive parts of, of Belgium. Wow. Like you just like see and they're like that's toward Paris, that's toward Germany, that's where you know, all these different like that's really, really cool. cool and you just see the city from this perspective wow. and then it's also a bit of a history lesson so you're walking through and you're seeing you know how the Atomium was was built what was going on in the World's Fair in mm-hmm. 1958 and all the different like dynamics that were happening in the world at that time and how you know here's the US area here's the Russia area and they're trying to keep the Russians and, and the, the, the Americans away from each other because right. that was like the height of Cold War right. you know, like all this stuff like it's it's so interesting um, but it's really beautiful and really quite epic, and so wow. we toured that. And what's cool is you can also what we did was we got tickets for the Atomium and tickets for this thing called Mini Europe, Mini that Europe. I thought was just going to be kind of like cutesy and like whatever, but <laughs> it's this like it's kind of I don't want to call it like an amusement, but it's it's basically this little park
1: uh-huh.
0: and. It's like they have miniature versions of the most famous sites in all of the European oh, cool. U- Union uh, countries.
1: Oh, I love that. I've seen one of those in Mexico. It's so cool. So so cool. Cool.
0: I loved it. I was totally it's like shocked by it. little dollhouse things. Yeah. And ah, it's like, I love it. And, and so you go through and you start and like each country that is in the European Union is represented. And so it has different like... You know, famous, like, obviously it has, like, a miniature Eiffel Tower. It has, um, when you go oh, through cool. the the Dutch area, it has miniature, like, windmills and stuff. And then when you go, it has a miniature Big Ben and the Parliament in in London. And so it's, it's really cool. That is and, really cool. And that, for cool. me, was a treat that I think we were just kind of like, oh, well, it's not that much more to get the ticket to do mini Europe and to do the Atomium. Right. And what's cool is that mini Europe is literally like, you see the Atomium. It's like right there. And so we toured the Atomium and then we wow. came down and we did mini Europe. So that for me, like when you go to the Grand Place, when you go to the parks, like all these the things, you're not paying money for that. Right. But th- the Atomium and mini Europe, worth it. so worth it. worth it. And of course, every time I travel, I try to find how many things can I do for free? How many things can I do for cheap? And this one wasn't actually that expensive, but uh-huh. it was worth what we what we spent. I mean it was probably like twenty euros. Yeah. It really wasn't I that mean, bad. And it was a You gotta highlight. you gotta splurge on some highlight. of the stuff
1: that's just totally worth it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And a lot of the museums, um, I think similar to a lot of different cities, you have a mixture of free and not free. Right. Um, so the museums are great. And then, of course, like I mentioned, like the breweries and the pubs, like definitely going on, like, I think some of the cities, Brussels, I know, has like a beer tour, you know, Mm -hmm. you can, Mm -hmm. you can do that, which again, you pay for, but that's fun. I haven't done it because I had a sister who was like, oh, I'm going to take you to all these places. Right. But if you want to do one of those tours, those are really great. And then just like every European city, it also has beautiful cathedrals. And so, you know, and they're literally on like, you'll just be you get off the train and there's just like a cathedral and and you just turn the corner and there's a cathedral. Like again, very European, but there are some that that are, are really special architecturally um, or like historically. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest definitely looking up like what museums and what cathedrals that that you kind of are interested in because there really are so many. Um, And also what I love about Brussels is that it is so close to a ton of other really great cities not only within Belgium as i mentioned when we did the namur episode that was like maybe an hour and a half on the train maybe yeah. 2 hours i mean it's like, it's like welcome to, it's all. like welcome to europe that's welcome how it is and it's so exactly. cool and
1: and like i honestly with the cathedrals that is like for me, the highlight of visiting yeah. Europe is going to all the different cathedrals. Absolutely. So,
0: cool. so, like, getting to go to, like, we did a day trip to Antwerp. We did a day trip to Bruges, which I will be talking about in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the trip to Namur, which we stayed the night, but we could have done that in a day. And then right. you can even go to Amsterdam for a day. You could go to London. Like, London, I'm pretty sure, is, like, maybe two to three hours on the train. London!
1: Can you believe like, that? It's
0: amazing. So you can get to a lot <laughs> of different other cities Within Belgium, but also within the continent of Europe and also across the English Channel. So really, really cool. But what I love about Brussels, um, you know, having visited London, having lived in New York City and really appreciating the subway and metro system, um, Brussels is the same. Brussels has an incredible train system that reminds me a lot of New York City. No way. And a lot of London, the underground in London. I mean, it is so similar and it is so easy to traverse and oh, so nice. as far as like a European city that makes it so easy for you to get around places right it's like they have um, buses they have little trams that you can take oh, and cool. if you get a ticket for the metro the subway uh-huh. the train the underground whatever you want to call it it also works for the bus system and the trams so it's not oh, like you have cool. to get a separate ticket for the buses a separate ticket for the trams it's all the same and a fun little fact that I read is that Brussels, you know how a lot of different cities have like twin cities or c- cities that they like are similar to in other countries. Uh-huh. Uh I, I read that two cities in the U.S. are considered twin cities of Brussels. One is Atlanta no, I... and one is Washington, D.C., which, oh, of course, cool. we're going to have an episode about D.C. coming up. Um, oh,
1: we had one last
0: week. Oh, that's right. We had one
1: mm-hmm. um, We get a little confused when it gets past 8 o'clock.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. Here I am. Like, I know. La, la, la. Um, Natalie, did you not listen to our episode?
1: <laughs> Natalie, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast.
0: That's right. But, yeah, that's pretty but fun. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't that know was that. fun that, like, D.C. has a very similar feel to Brussels as well as Atlanta, just in, like, that city feel. It offers a lot. It's huh. pretty spread out. That kind of thing. So no way. Yeah.
1: I bet you $50 Brussels is a lot cooler than Atlanta. I only hate Atlanta because I grew up in Atlanta. Well, yeah. and
0: I will say, like, obviously the history lesson that you get in a place like D.C., the history lesson that you get in a place like, like Brussels, Atlanta. the architecture oh, that you Atlanta. get in a place like Brussels or D.C. Yeah. is going to be a totally different experience totally different. than Atlanta. They're just totally but different I think, like, Atlanta, maybe the, the connection for me is that it does feel pretty expansive
1: yeah and you know know? what we actually I've had Atlanta on our list for how long I have not done, I don't think, I think we did a short one. Okay. But I would love to go back and do an episode She just doesn't on like,
0: want to talk about her hometown, guys. What's, what's that's up? That's
1: another one, is, like, we've we've pushed Miami out maybe, like, two years. And people yeah. are like, Miami, Miami. And then we've pushed Atlanta out so far, where I'm like, oh, that's so easy for me. Like, mm-hmm. how many times have I been home? And, I mean, I've forced, when, when the Travel Brats were first, like, we got to do Atlanta. i forced forced, um, like, my family to go do all these touristy things in Atlanta with me. And, like, yep. see how they actually were. Um, so, we're like, come on, we'll do, like, the tourist and stuff. Now... And then we'll count on, we'll We'll, like shout out the hidden gems and now like i've got a great arsenal for Atlanta, great content for Atlanta, and i just gotta do it so you guys oh, let yeah. us know what you want but this was phenomenal natalie thank yeah. you for taking us to brussels with you i felt like i was there i was just quietly imagining all these beautiful things this entire time so guys we hope you loved it and we're not done with belgium yet because natalie's the Belgian queen right. we'll
0: be back to belgium apparently
1: not the actual belgium <laughs> queen, but <laughs> like wish. pretty darn close in her versace but um Guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. We love you so much. Shop best dress. Check out Listella. We love them. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au <laughs> revoir.